Welcome to the Guardrail Podcast. This is a podcast about what it looks like when you ask God to give you eyes to see and ears to hear. We describe all the many things God has shown us as we have pursued a deeper walk with Him. I'm Rachel. And I'm Fa. Welcome back to the podcast, folks. Welcome back, everybody. We are recording live. I guess that's <laughs> the only way to record. <laughs> it's not really live, though, when you get to it. Yeah. Recording another episode over here. Episode 17. 17. Over 1 million downloads already. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> World famous fine yeah. ratio. <laughs> okay. What's happening with you, Fa? Not much. Um, I had a boring week, actually. Nothing much happened. I didn't have a boring week. Oh, right. You work. Just been working. Yeah. Working my life away over here. Working nine to five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't think so. No, I've worked. Okay. 12 times 4 is what? <laughs> 48 hours. There you go. 48 hours in the last four days. I'm tired. Yeah, it's and crazy. And I, I get to go back to work tomorrow. So another 12 hours on top of it And then tell all. the people what happens. Well, then I have vacation for two weeks. <laughs> but I definitely deserve it. I've worked hard for that. You do deserve it. Yeah, it's awful. Is your contract over or is it vacation? It's over, but it's starting to plug in. Oh, okay. Just keep renewing because I lack the interest of looking to go somewhere else. <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with it. Yeah, I notice you hate doing certain things. Yeah. Did you notice that? Returning stuff that you bought. Mm-hmm. That is definitely something I hate doing. <laughs> I Anytime also... you have to call anything, mm-hmm. yep. you hate it. It's true. Yeah. Yep. I always have to do it. I stand by these things. They're awful. Why would I like them? <laughs> yeah. I don't like being inconvenienced in any kind of clerical type of work. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I would not, I don't, I would not do well as a, like an administrative type. I don't like that kind of busy nonsense. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I got to email you. Like, don't, <laughs> I'm not going to email you, you know? Yeah. In fact, every time I get an email, I read three lines of it and then I stop reading it. Even if it's important. <laughs> Because I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> it just isn't What my... sort of emails do you ignore? Oh, I don't know. I got an email from work about expiring documents, and I'm like, eh, leave me alone. And then I got a call from them. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I'd rather get that than an email. I don't want to read your email. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have to do a physical for work because it's been a year. Again, every every well, year you have to do another well, one, I guess. Awful. Yeah, I know. It's really annoying. I guess they don't want their nurses on drugs and stuff. Do like a urine test, <laughs> which I think it's fine. It probably <laughs> be a funner experience for everybody. No, no, don't maybe not. <laughs> what are so, we going to talk about today? I don't know. Fi, it's your your vibe tonight. Fi's going to lead the show. Yeah, Rachel was over here, not wanting to put the work today. That's so not I had to even, step up. That's wow. It got. <laughs> Throwing me under the bus is not true. I was over here with my little book that I write things down. By the way, I write things down, Fa. You don't seem to do that. No, I do too, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes Every day you're like, oh, God told me something, but I forgot. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's really helpful for everybody. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God said something. Oh, God showed me something. What did he show you, Fa? I don't know. I don't remember. I forgot. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> it's going to help a lot of people with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's give Yash Chicken a shout out. No. Because that was a good spot why are we talking about that randomly we're on a roll here it's um no sponsor it's not our sponsor okay 
All right, Although so I will, I will talk about how thirsty I am because of that place. Yeah, you eat a freaking piece of chicken and then you basically it's like you just drank the whole Red Sea. Like salt. <laughs> I should say Dead Sea, right? Dead Sea has a bunch of salt in it. It's dead because of the salt. Mm-hmm. And my tongue feels like dead because of the salt. Mm. Okay, this is nonsense. This is nonsense. But anyway, I'm excited for my two weeks of vacation that are coming up. I plan to enjoy not being at work. Um, what are you going to do? Not working. Um, I want to spend my time being Tra- at home travel? and not at work. <laughs> are you going to travel? You're also going to Indiana. Down. I am. I'm going to Indiana. going to do something out there. Speak, share some things. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. It's going to be really good. It will be good. Um, it will be. I think so. It will be. I think so, too. God yeah. has... So like, you know, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take this moment to share my feelings, my thoughts and feelings. About what? Well, you know, so like we had a meeting last week and it was a good meeting. It definitely was good. But I like, I don't know, like we have this whole deal that we're like, we are not leading the meetings. God is, we're just following him and letting him do what he wants to do. Right. Yeah. And so like in that, like, I don't really feel like I need to have a whole game plan. Like there's no set course of action. Like we're not be like, Oh, we're going to worship for an hour and then we're going to like share and then we're going to pray. Like, no, like I don't believe in that anymore. <laughs> I don't really go believe. with the flow, with go the with what the Holy spirit wants to do. Yeah. So like if Holy spirit wants to like he wants us to sing, then we'll just sing. If he wants us to just pray, we'll pray or we do all these things, do mm-hmm. none of these things, yeah. something completely different, go run around outside. I don't know. Whatever it is, we're just going to follow the Holy Spirit. But like in the moment though, I like didn't know what was happening. Like I didn't know what he was trying. It was hard for me to be like, okay, what do you want to do? Like I'm asking you, like what am I supposed to do here? You know? Yeah. And it felt like almost like the Holy Spirit wasn't giving me any direction so like, oh my God, like I, we, we, I sang some songs and it, it was just, I didn't know where to go from there. You know, like, what do you want to do, Holy Spirit? So what do you do? What do you do when the Holy Spirit's not giving you any direction or you just feel like you're not able to like catch on to what is supposed to happen? Yeah. And mind you, like I had a certain, like, like I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying like you wanted to heal. So I'm like, okay, like people are going to be like miraculously healed or something. Like I'm expecting like wild mm, yeah like big displays of god's power or something yeah and that's because i'm like god said he wants to heal so i'm like okay that's what's happening like that's i had like great expectation about it i was very excited i'm like oh yeah and then like once it happened i was like oh, this is not i'm trying to like gear it in that direction but it just did not look the way i thought it was gonna look yeah how it was you know i it was really tough and so afterwards like and it was a really good meeting I, I i think god accomplished what he wanted to do through it and i think like as far as healing one of the things that one of the words i had during that time was like god wants to take people through a healing process that it's not always like oh you're instantly healed yeah. like sometimes there's things that lead up to a healing per se but it's all healing like it's like you know if you have like a mental illness and like depression and then, like, you also have chronic pain. Like, these things all could be related, you know? Right. You're talking about, like, the root cause of things, right? right. Like, sometimes it's not like, oh, I get you're healing. Like, we don't really know what happened to us. We just know that God's power came over us and just healed us. And there's times where Jesus is like, okay, well, actually, 
I want to take you through this healing process where I'm going to, I'm going to take you step by step in a healing process. Like first we need to address this, then that, then this, and then, you know, long story short, your chronic back pain is gone. You know what I mean? Right. And like one of the words I got was that like, um, it's actually like God's kindness that he takes us through those processes because he's actually letting us in on like the secrets of heaven. Like he's letting us in on his, his strategy, his mind, you know, and that's a gift. That's actually a gift to be able to see the other side. Like, no, no, no. Okay. This is what I always appreciate. Like, for instance, like if I'm, say I'm talking to a doctor at work and I, tell the doctor like hey i'm worried about this person's heart rate it keeps fluctuating like this person's going into like a rapid heart rate like an afib or something rapid afib then she goes back into like a normal sinus and it's normal back and forth back and forth like constantly and i'll i'll message the doctor like hey this is what's happening and the doctor's like okay and doesn't say anything (laughs) and i'm like what what okay so like i told the doctor i guess i can't do anything else you know and i'm like well that's really crappy of that doctor that i can't explain to me like their thought process like, why aren't we treating it? Or, like, why are we treating it? Like, it'd be, I know everyone's busy, so, like, in the hospital setting, like, you're not going to get that much. Yeah. But I always appreciate it when, the, when I have a good doctor that's like, oh, no, we're not going to treat this because X, Y, and Z. It's actually going to become a problem if we give them, like, our typical, you know, beta blocker or something like that because it's going to cause this issue. And I'm like, oh, Okay. Now I get it. So we're going to let the heart rate go crazy because in the long end, like of things with the, in the, at the end, it's going to be better off for this patient and everyone else. Yeah. And I was like, okay, thank you for explaining that to me, you know? Yeah. And so like Jesus in his kindness will take, you know, certain ailments or whatever it is that you're going through and he'll be like, okay, I could just heal you, but it's actually better for you if I take you through a deeper process or I take you through, maybe it's a longer process where you actually have to like investigate or ask me or, or this and that, but I'm willing to let you in on the other side so that you can see what I'm seeing when I look at this issue. And that's really a gift because you're actually seeing the secrets of heaven. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, to say all of that, like it was a really great night um, as far as a worship night or our meetings, whatever you Mm -hmm. want to call them. But it did leave me with some like questions afterwards. I was like, okay, God, why didn't you give me any direction? Like, what the heck? You left me hanging. <laughs> you left me hanging. And I'm like, I felt really uncomfortable and like, blah, blah, blah. And like, I didn't like, I don't get why you left. Like, you didn't like explain things to me or like what you didn't lead me or like this and that, like whatever. And God was like, well, first off, it's not about you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not having these meetings for your validation because like you have to realize that your your feeling right now is a very me centric feeling it's like okay i didn't feel good about that god because i didn't know like like that i was definitively being like led by you and i get excited when i like i hear you and like i see the response of being obedient to you and he's mm-hmm. like yeah this because you're looking for validation in in the response but not in me and it's like you know you can't take these meetings and, and, and use them to validate your ability to hear me. Like, that's not going to (laughs) work. I was like, okay. So I was like, it's not about you. And I was like, okay, God, but like why? And like, I'm praying about like these upcoming meetings where I'm going to go and, and, and speak in Indiana and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, I hope he doesn't do that to me there. Like, that's going to be rough, (laughs) you know, or it just leaves me hanging and I'm like, don't know where to go or what to share. And 
so I'm like praying about that. And I was like, God, how do I have expectation that you're going to do something, but it's not the right expectation? Because very classically with me is like, for instance, if you give me a birthday gift, I'm expecting like what I want, right? Like I've told him many months ahead of time what I like or what I'm interested in. Like he's had plenty of time to pay attention to my cues, to know what I like. He's married to me for 13 years. He should know what I like by now, right? And so like I'm, I already like just by my personality and planning, like I'm thinking about like, okay, what are the possible, like what could have he possibly gotten me? And I've made a whole list of like what the possibilities are and all these lists. I like them all because like that makes sense. I I know what I like. (laughs) And so when I open up the gift that you give me and it's not, it's something from outer space. Like I don't even know what, like where did you even come from with this? Like, you know, Mm, yeah, it's like you could, I don't, this didn't happen, but this is an example. Fa has an ability to give me gifts where it's like. I'm not a, all right, I should say this. I'm not always a gracious gift receiver, unfortunately. (laughs) I I wish I was better, but I'm not always good at receiving gifts that I'm, I'm like, why did you buy this for me? (laughs) I don't like this. And um, it's like, for instance, like, you know, like, I have no interest in sewing or something, you know, like I I don't sew. Yeah. I don't do any homemaking type of thing like that. Like I don't, that's not that. But it's it's like, but what I do like is music. I like, you know, books. I like whatever. Instead of getting me something that I like, Fa will come and get me like, like a sewing machine. Like, why would you buy this for me? Right. Like, I don't want that. Like, why would you, I have never mentioned any interest in starting to sew. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's like that, right? So That's speak and, and it, if I had that, that he never got me a sewing machine, but he's definitely got me things that are equal to something like that. That scenario <laughs> has definitely basically happened. So anyway, the reason I'm saying all that is because, um, so I have these expectations. I'm like, God's going to heal. And it's going to be like, we're going to basically like make lepers be like leperless, you know, definitely, you know tonight. <laughs> it's like going to be crazy, you know? Yeah. And instead, God did heal, but it did not look as exciting as I was imagining it to be. So then I was left kind of disappointed. I'm like, what the heck? I I came expecting. Like, you tell me to be expecting, and I do expect. But, like, how do I expect what you're doing? Like, how do I have the right expectations? How do you respond to it? No, it's not even responding. It's just, like, I'm, I'm out in left field. Like, yeah. that is not what you were doing. And I was, like, expecting. I was expecting, like... <laughs> no, like a donkey to start talking like something miraculous like yeah. oh the, my god there's a donkey talking in here you know but god's like um no i never said i was doing that you know like yeah. this is we were a little bit off here you know so how do i have i come expecting but how do i have the right expectations yeah and the holy spirit i was driving to work and the holy spirit was like um it's like this and because i was worried about my upcoming possible speaking events in indiana right and I was like, how do I have the right expectations for what you want to do? And he was like, it's like this. It's like what he's told me is that he's preparing a feast for us in Indiana. And um, he's he's preparing a feast. So he's like, pray that people come with an appetite. Come with an appetite. Right. Come with a hunger. I'm like, okay, I, I will. De- I am hungry. Like, I, I have an appetite. Like, I, I'm excited for whatever God's going to do. Whatever he's cooking us. Like, I want to eat it, you yeah, know? Yeah. And he was like, but 
It's like I've been cooking in the kitchen all day long and then finally dinner comes and you sit down and you're hungry. But all day long, instead of being in the house where you're able to smell my cooking and smell the aroma of what I've been preparing, you've been out. And so while you've been out, you've been thinking about hot dogs and you've been hungry for hot dogs. And you're like, oh my God, I'm so hungry for a freaking hot dog right now. Like I want to eat a hot dog so bad. And you come home and Jesus puts out the plates, sets out the silverware, you know, has everything in its place and puts down a bowl of spaghetti in front of you. And you're like, I don't want spaghetti. I wanted a hot dog. (laughs) And he was like, it's exactly like that. He's like, you came expecting to eat. But you came expecting to eat a hot dog, not spaghetti. And he was like, you have to have the right expectations. The way you have the right expectations is, is that you've been home and not even in the house, but in the kitchen with me. And you've been smelling what I've been preparing. You've, you have gotten the aroma of what I have mm. been preparing yeah. for you to eat. And now, because you've smelled spaghetti all day long, you're hungry for spaghetti. And he's like, that is what I'm asking you to do. He's like, I'm asking you to catch on to the aroma of what I'm preparing. Yeah. I'm asking you to be in the kitchen with me. E- even if you were in the house, the, the smell wafts, but it's like, you know, that's how you have the right expectation. Yeah. It's like you get a sense of what I'm preparing. You get a sense of, of the smell. You catch on to it. Yeah. And, um, and there and for you get an appetite for the right meal, not the wrong meal. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, oh my God, that's so true. It's like sometimes we come to church and we come to meetings and we're like, we're hungry. We want God to touch us, but we're expecting something else. So God's not doing that. And then we'll come away disappointed because he didn't fulfill our expectations. And I'm like, God, I was hungry. You didn't feed me. I, I was hungry. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you were freaking hungry for hot dogs. I was making spaghetti. Yeah. Catch on to the aroma. The so, kids are like that. Oh, I know. All the time. And then what I like to sometimes is that um, Lily will catch a whiff of what I'm cooking or whatever. And she's like, is that spaghetti? Is that? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. And then she gets really hungry because she likes spaghetti or this or that or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But other times I'm cooking stuff and I don't know, I guess in the little heads they're expecting something else. And then <laughs> you present it to them and they get upset. Cause it's not- yeah. They get disappointed. <laughs> So I guess in my analogy, you're a little child. Mm-hmm. I am like yeah. all the time with God, like literally like a baby. Um, but yeah, so we're told to have the right heart posture and the right expectations and to expect from God. But like, if you're like me, I, my expectations are wild. Like I'm everywhere with them. And so a lot of times I feel it's even better if I'm not necessarily expecting, like I expect God to do something, Mm. but I'm not preparing, like I'm not in my mind formulating an expectation. It's actually usually better off for me because that way I'm coming in fresh. Um, but that's not always how God handles me. Like sometimes he's like, okay, I want to heal tonight. And so then I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be like, oh my, like freaking people's limbs are going to grow back. Like it's going to be wild, you know? And it was not that, but, um, that's what God's been speaking to me this week about expectations and everything else, you know. To be fair, I did have um, expectations for that meeting too. Mm-hmm. Uh, because during the week as I was praying, I kept seeing a particular person, yeah. individual, mm-hmm. who shall remain nameless. Yep. Because I don't name names on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
And I was like, man, this person just needs this healing or whatever. And I, I expected it to be like, yeah, you know, boom, it's done. But yeah. it's not. It's whatever. Well, what's been, what's, what has God been telling you this week? Father? Okay. So the other day I was praying and I guess let's back it up. Let me explain everything that's happened to me in my prayer time lately when I'm praying, right? Mm-hmm. I, if it felt to me like I was forcing myself to be in the presence of God and forcing myself to pray and spend time with God, that's the feeling I had. But then I would go, okay, maybe I'll skip today. But then, like, a moment later, I'm like, no, I want to pray. I was like, I'm at a point where I want this. It's like, I I want to spend time with God. Like, I want to pray. I don't want to miss today. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. when I first started, like, I'll skip a day or two or whatever. And then that kind of worked for a while. But now I'm like, I, I want it. It's like, I want to pray. But because of experience, I, every time I prayed, it's like it wasn't fruitful. It wasn't, like, good. But now, so I'm expecting that, like, whenever I go, no, I wasn't going to pray, but I'm going to pray. So whenever I'm in that position, I'm thinking nothing's going to happen. But things are happening. You know what I mean? Because my heart is like, I want this. I want to pray. Mm -hmm. So this was, was one of those days. So I'm praying. And what's funny is because I've been on here and I said, you know, it's all about the expectation when you're going to pray. It's like you got to be excited and stuff. Yeah. And that was for a while. And that worked. Because I was like, I was excited to pray. You know what I mean? But now, it's been like so many, <laughs> so many emotions when I go pray that I don't have the excitement to pray. You know what I mean? But I do have in the back of my mind, like I'm prepared to whatever. It's like whatever happens today. It's going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm praying this particular day and I'm thinking nothing's going to happen. So I'm just like listening to worship and stuff. I'm in my moment, you know what I mean? Alone with God. I'm listening to worship and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen today. But I start seeing Jesus sitting down in one of those potter wheels or whatever. And he's taking clay and put it in the wheel whatever and he makes a vase whatever and he makes other stuff like i couldn't even identify what it was right because to me like whenever i see somebody uh working with clay or whatever it's always a pot right because it that's mm-hmm. like we first learned right you just yeah. put your fingers on there and it's yeah, like yeah. it's like what else can you make other than a vase it's just <laughs> always a vase right yeah. <laughs> like i don't have and like, what else is made out of clay? You know some what I mean? kind of pot. I don't know. Yeah, it could be a pot. It could be like um, plates and stuff like that, right? Yeah, and yeah. Um, cups, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing God make that. And then I kind of hear say God, I kind of hear God say, uh, study clay. And mm-hmm. okay, I'm like, okay. And immediately I shut off the worship music and I go to YouTube and I, and I put on, like, how is clay made, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I look up a, a YouTube video, right? And the uh-huh. first thing that pops up, and I and I hear God say, like, that one. Like, the first one. Yeah. <laughs> so I put it on, and this crazy clay video comes on, and it blew my mind. Because I never thought, like, about clay. To me, yeah. if you're like, oh, I'm going to buy clay, or I'm going to get clay, or whatever... 
right? Mm -hmm. It was always someone like goes into, I don't know, the mud or whatever, digs a little bit, gets the clay and put it on the the wheel or whatever. There's like a whole process for the clay to even make it to the the wheel. You know what I mean? Uh It's like, it's an insane process. (laughs) So what I learned is, number one, not all clay is the same, right? Yeah. There's levels of purity to clay. Like the whiter the clay, the purer it is. Yeah. And that's the most desirable clay, right? Because okay. there has no impurities. Yeah. And you, the applications for that are like bigger. You could you could do almost anything with that clay. Other clay is not so much. You know what I mean? Like, but what happens to clay is uh, the deeper we dig, right, in the soil, and the deeper we go, the better the clay mm. up to a certain you know, depth or whatever. The second thing, right, after they dig up the clay, is the clay has to be dried up in a building without walls. And when I heard that, the Holy Spirit says, you put walls in the building. Mm. I was like, oh, wow, yeah. Like, we'd love to be behind those walls, right? So we don't dry up properly. Like, we're in there, we're all mushy, and, like, we're not good for anything. Okay, so you are equating us as people, children like, of God, yeah, our yeah. clay, clay, right? The clay, clay, the clay is are us. the people, right? Okay. And the church is the building with walls? Yeah. Okay, just That's, for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I think people would get I'm sure. Maybe not, I don't know. Um, and I'm like, and, and, and I'm listening to it, and I pause, and like, my mind just keeps on going. I was like, wow. It's like, wow, we are really like clay. Yeah. And I never thought, like, what do you do with clay before it gets to you know, to be used. There's like a whole process mm-hmm. before you even used. Okay. Um, another thing that they do with clay is, is they analyze it and they go, this clay's type, you know, one, two or three or whatever. there's like types of clays. Mm-hmm. And when they get the clay, they have to like separate it and go, this clay goes for that, this clay for this or whatever. Mm. So in our very own nature, like you're meant to do different things. Yeah. But, you know, at church, we kind of just all get into the same thing. You know what I mean? Like we, because you know religion, you're, you have a pastor or whatever, or you have a worship. Like we all do the same things. Yeah. It's a cookie cutter. Yeah. Tradition. Like you do this. You yeah. Do you're that. a clay that, your meant, role. that is meant for something else. Yeah. But because we don't, listen to God or we'd like to just do our own thing right we just like to bypass the process I think we like to have parameters for yeah. people and, and and roles and titles and yeah like, like we, we don't really let need those we don't, things we don't people, let, apparently yeah we don't let the nature of a person dictate what they're supposed to be we just whatever body comes into the church it's like, you're gonna preach you're gonna do this and that mm-hmm. you know what I mean like there's no actual I'm not gonna say there's no thought in what you're going to do. Like, there's like, people don't question God. What am I supposed to do? You know what I mean? And if you don't look like X, Y, and Z, yeah. you're immediately you're, cut you're off. You're cut off. And you know yeah, I mean? you don't fit a certain category, so yeah, we dump you outside. And what we're, what we're, I'm, I'm thinking is like, this person's meant for something else that doesn't yeah. look like what we're doing. Yeah. And we're discarding that person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. their whole purpose is something else. Yeah. Because they're a different type of clay. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. After they dry the clay and they break it apart, it needs to be broken down in a spinner. Like they put it in this giant 
you know, rolling thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it has knives. And the knives are like, will cut up the clay. Mm. I was like, wow. This has got to be a hurt. Like, it's painful. Yeah, it's a painful process. You know what I mean? Like, before you even... Because I thought that all of our pain would be at the wheel, right? Yeah. Because, you know, you're being molded and stuff. But no. Like, you're being freaking chopped down. <laughs> even yeah. before you got into the hands of God. You know what I mean? Like, I saw the knives, like, breaking down clay. I was like, whoa. These are, like, pain... A painful process. That it's a refining process. Yeah, is that was going on. Yeah, we were just you know just being broken down. You're not like nothing's being done to the clay yet. You're just being broken down. Mm-hmm. And after you're broken down, you go into like this huge oven. It's like super hot, and you're dry in there. And I never thought that that would happen. I thought I just thought that clay was like taken from the earth, put it in the wheel. Yeah. No, but that's what I thought too. The, you have to burn it. Like you have to like separate. Uh, you have to dry the clay because mm-hmm. it it goes from liquid, f- or like it goes from like a wet form, right, to a dried up form, and then they chop it up, and then they put it in this you know oven to like completely dry it, and and then it goes into a giant wheel that grinds it. Jeez, that grinding yeah, it's like <laughs> super, it's like super awful for your clay. That grinding wheel was just like pulverize you. Yeah. And then after that, you go into like the spinner that spins you like so fast as like hurricane wind like. Wow. And when that is it, right. Like I never knew Clay went through I so didn't much. Know you do all that. I thought like legit you just t- plopped it out of the mud and <laughs> put it on your wheel. <laughs> um, it spins you really, really fast because it needs to separate um, sand from clay, which is like crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like think about all the times like God's doing something to you so you just just separate you yeah. like he has to separate you and after that is grinded into a powder um and after it's been dried up and stuff they have to test it and the way that they test it is they put it in a machine that presses it down and it kind of makes like a, a shape of a wheel or whatever it's just one of those huge hydraulic press mm-hmm. which is you know it's you're like you're tested before you go into the wheel you're tested mm. the pressure to like compact a ton of clay into like this very small disc is like immense like five ten thousand pounds of pressure on you wow. you know what i mean yeah and once you are like a little disc of clay they put you in the oven again and burn you all night like oh two yeah it's like quality assurance <laughs> wow and then the next day they'll see how well you held up to the heat yeah right Wow. And then once that happened, they go, okay, this batch of clay is good. Yeah. So we're going to bag it and then ship it to, you know, the potter or whatever, the store. (laughs) That's crazy. I just never thought that the clay had like such a huge process before it even got to, you know, the wheel or whatever. I just always thought, oh, you know, it's mud or whatever. Right. Yeah. You just plop it on there and then you just Just, go for it. Just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing while you're on your phone? I was trying to look up the verse about um, where he purifies us. Um, like Malachi. Like the refiner's fire. Like that's what this... It's it's like the silver and gold. Like refining and burning out all the impurities. Yeah, so the... I've always thought that that thing was about, you know, gold or whatever. Mm-hmm. Apparently clay is the same process. You didn't mean like you have to refine clay. You have to bake it. You have to... Do like tons of things to it. Yeah. 
So that was that was what God was showing me. And it came from a day that I was like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't pray or whatever. Yeah. I, I tell you what, like, it's funny about that because I was just telling, I think I was just talking to you about this, like how painful this last year has been. <laughs> like, yeah. it's been amazing, but it's also been super painful. Yeah. Um, and, and mostly the word that, that always comes to mind is that, like, God has taken me through some kind of process. Like, it's always a process. I keep learning new things and then I think like, okay, I'm good. And then it's something else. Back and to the fire. Like, yeah, that's exactly it. It's like, I'm the lump of clay. And before God can even shape me into something, I have to go through a process. Hmm. And a lot of times we're trying to skip a beat and go right to the freaking bowl and the china yeah. closet or cabinet when we have not burned out all yeah. the impurities and stuff like that. And I, I'd, I'd like to, to make an equation that like, you know, people who skip the process end up with the chip bowl, you know, like they Those end up crack. with the, yeah, they crack. If you just take the clay as is mm-hmm. and put it in the wheel or whatever, make something out of it, it'll crack in the oven. Yeah. Like you have to, oh impurities my need to be removed from you. Yeah. You need to be separated from the sand. Like all these things are going to make a difference at the end. And you, you you can't tell either if the clay is good for, you know, X, Y, and Z until like you've done this whole process. Too. Yeah. And, you know, you, you kind of look at like, it's in God's kindness that he takes you through a rigorous process. Like yeah. he, he is trying to like burn out all the impurities and all the things that don't belong, the sand, the sand of our lives, yeah. you know, the things and the crap, the idols, the whatever else the flesh all the things you know and you and you go through this process and you get burned and then you go back and then you get burned again and and it's all when he's doing it yeah it's it's a process and it's a complete process yeah but when you decide i don't want to be tested god i don't want to be burned and tried i don't want to be it's the crushing remember like the olive like to make olive oil you have to go through the crushing process and and it's like okay we have people in ministry and I hate to like, I don't, you know, I really don't want to use like this time to bash like churches and everything else, but it always seems to kind of come back to it, but <laughs> whatever, you know, um, you have these ministers who have not gone through the intimate crushing, have not gone through yeah. the purification process. They've, they have somehow skipped a beat there. Like, and I think that I, I don't know how they bypass it, but you know that they do. Because by the time the potter and, and they've, they've come up with this mold and they're in a completed product, like they crack when any fire of the world comes at yeah. them. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, they like do. they can't withstand the fire or the pressure of the world or of ministry or whatever. And they crack. And it's like, well, no, there was a character flaw there or there yeah. was a, there was a, you know, <laughs> there was a lacking and and it comes from like bypassing the process. Like you have to be crushed, you have to be broken, um, you have to be refined and and get the impurities out of you yeah. if you want to be a finished product. If you want the potter's hands on you and, and molding you and, and it seems to me that God loves a process. Yeah, um, He could have snapped his fingers and created everything all at once, but you know He went day by day. First day this, second day that, whatever. Right. There's also making wine. There's like a whole process to it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he, 
he like I don't know where we get the idea where that God is just going to snap his fingers and fix stuff. Yeah, it just doesn't. It's like it's it's like winning the lottery. When you win the lottery, and you don't know how to have that much money, you're going to be poor real mm-hmm. quick. Yeah, it's true. Because you 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 didn't go through a process of like becoming wealthy. You just were given wealth. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny because we want God to act the way Satan does. Because that's his method. He'll give you everything you want right then and there. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you don't know that's going to cost you everything later down the road. Yeah. God's the opposite way. He'll teach you everything first. And then comes the reward, right? Or the product or whatever. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I really like how, um, like, first off, God knows what he's doing, you know? Um, and we don't know what's going on, Yeah, you know, and it's just like, I think it's Isaiah. Mm, no, it's Romans nine talks about like how, you know, who are we, the clay to tell the potter what you're doing? Like, no God, you're not doing it right. Yeah. Like you're, you're not doing it right. God, like <laughs> I'm yeah. not supposed to look, I'm not supposed to be a teacup. I'm supposed to be a bowl. Yeah. And like the potter's like, nah, no, I'm making you into, uh, you know, a teacup. Yeah. I want you to hold tea. And we're like, no, I want to hold salads. Like, make me into a bowl, you yeah. know? And, and and it's like, we're, we're trying to tell the potter, you know, the clay is trying to tell the potter how to do a better job, which is just wild to me. Yeah. But like, we're all designed for for whatever purpose and plan that he intends. Yeah. Um. And and then we, we don't recognize the quality of each other and, and what God has put in us as individuals. We, we want the factory set plates that have impurities and whatever yeah, else like, we want the cheap markoffs you know like we want the easier and, and cheaper process you want the made in china yeah thing the factory line when jesus is like no man if you would just let me tend to you let me do my my arts and crafts right now like let <laughs> me <laughs> let me raise you up to be the kind of teacup i that fits the tea set man that i have for you like you know Mm -hmm. but we're always like nah god i want to do this instead i'd rather just skip all that it's painful yeah just give me the platform god you know i'm ready yeah Yeah. (laughs) he's like really because you have sand in you yeah (laughs) that's kind of wild it's crazy even after you have the clay or whatever and you make whatever you want to make and then you bake it you still go back and you pour some more clay on it to give it some like different colors and stuff. And then it goes back in the oven and then you bake a layer on and then you bring it back to the clay. You put another layer of clay on it, different colors and stuff. I saw, like I watch people make stuff out of, you know, clay or whatever. And I just thought it was just quick and easy process or whatever, but you could take different colors of clay and just put on whatever you're making and they have different layers to make different, you know, shape different colors or whatever gradients of whatever into where you make like a vase or mug and stuff mm-hmm. so what i learned is like you it's not you know you're molded and you go into the oven one time and you're done it's like a back and forth with that yeah like you're you're baked all the time you go back they put a different layer on you and you go back and you baked again and it's crazy yeah and sometimes you crack and one of those, you know, one of those points in that process. Hmm. 
That's so good. This, yeah. This is so good. And it, it speaks to me because there are plenty of, like, even recently, it's like, I feel like I'm going backwards. It's like, God, I already thought I learned this. Like, I already yeah. thought we went through this. Like, yeah. I have to learn this again. Yeah. And just like, yeah, 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 we have to keep doing it until it's right. Um, but it's not a backwards process. It's actually a forwards process that seems backwards because you've been down that road before. Yeah. But that was just the first layer, you know, and like this is the second step, mm, yeah. you know. Um, so it's kind of it's that's the thing. Like we don't know. We don't know. Like we don't know the mind of God. We don't know what's best for us. We don't know what he's envisioning. We only have very short-sighted vision. Like we only can see what's in front of us. And so we are put in these circumstances sometimes and we're expecting a certain thing and we want a certain thing, but God sees the bigger picture. He sees us throughout all time. And so like in this one moment where I feel like, okay, it should have been this way or you want me to do this way or you want me to look like this. God's like, no, you don't even see like even a, 0.5% of what I'm seeing right now. Like there is so much more to this than you don't understand. And, and that's why God likes the process is because I don't even think that we could really, our minds could handle the big picture all the time. Yeah. Like it would, my brain would explode, you know? Yeah. So it's like, let me take you through step one first and then we'll go to step two and then three and four and five and how many steps there is to complete the process until Mm -hmm. we're a teacup. Yeah. You know? Or a cigarette holder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The, Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. It's some people's ministry. You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah. You know how a joke some people are like cigarette holder or whatever. Yeah. What's ashtray, right? That's the name for the ashtray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some people have an ashtray ministry. You know what I mean? Like they're not, I don't know. A lot of people are like polished. You know what I mean? Like they're Christians yeah. and they're polished or whatever. Yeah. But who's going to reach people that don't speak mm. that language? You know what I mean? Like That's really good. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a vase. But not everybody wants to be an ashtray. Yeah. But it's all clay, right? It's all yeah. made by the same substance. Yeah, you don't um, get to you don't get to pick what you're gonna be. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're listening, anyways. Well, yeah, like the clay doesn't get to tell the potter what it wants to be. Yeah. The potter is the one that's doing stuff. It's by his hands. We're that should be in the molded. Bible. It is in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, I don't never know what you. Um, Romans nine to be. Um, exact here with our Bible readings. Although I have to like pull it up on my little Bible app. Romans 9. One of you will actually 919. One of you will say to me, then why does God still blame us for who is able to resist his will? But who are you, a human being, to talk back to God? Shall what is formed say to the one who formed it, why did you make me like this? Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for special purposes and some for common use? Mm. There you go. Yeah. Um, Goes on and on. It, yeah, yeah, I could have probably stopped so long ago, but we all have some purpose that God has planned for us. Like he's all designed us to be certain things and to minister to certain people and to love certain people. We're all called to love each other and to love ourselves, love God and follow him and in that we're going to look differently it's like the body like god tells us we're the body we're the Mm, church we are the body so not everybody's a hand not everybody's a foot not everybody's a leg not everybody's a head and not everybody's an eyeball sometimes we all want to be the head but we're just not we're a foot or we're a toe or whatever and and we need to be able to um 
move according to what we're called to be and, and to, to respond. Um, however, you know, like you saying, it, it is a process. So it's like, you know, before we're able to really function as the finished product, we have to go through the testing and we have to go through the crushing in the process. Um, because when the real trials come or like when the world hits you and the enemy comes at you, you won't crumble in the fire or yeah. in, in the, and you won't crack as a finished product or you won't like, you know, have a chip on you or whatever, but you'll be something beautiful to display. Right. You know? And, and it's kind of wild because I'm reminded of something God showed me once. Like I, I saw, um, I was praying and I saw a vase. It goes like a, a black vase. It was like nothing special looking. Yeah. Um, it, it was a vase and I saw Jesus take the vase and put it in front of like an alt, like a church altar. And then he put flowers in it, you know? Yeah. And, um, that day passed and then there was like the flowers wilted and then he took the flowers out and he put new flowers in and every single day he just put new flowers inside this vase right. and it was for people to see it was a display and i was like what are you showing me god and he was like well you're the vase he's like mm -hmm. i put my fresh display in you every day yeah and he's like i've made you a vase it's so that people can see my display you're a holder for my display and, and every day I'm going to put a fresh revelation in you. I'm going to put a fresh display in you. And your job is to hold that display, you know? Yeah. And, um, so yeah, like we're, <laughs> that's what we are, a vessel. We're a vessel for God. We're what he wants us to be for sure. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea Clay had such a hard life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who Clay knew? is, uh. Seen a lot of things. Yeah. It's been a journey. <laughs> you want to pray? Yeah. Okay. All right. Dear Jesus, thank you for this day, Father. Thank you for this podcast, God. I thank you for this episode and what you're saying and what you're revealing to us, Lord. Thank you for taking the time to explain your nature to us, um, for giving us fresh revelation of it, for loving us enough that you want us to know you and we want you want us to know... Um, how you do things and why you do things. And, um, we just were grateful that you care enough to explain the process to us, to, um, show us that and, and to, and to take us through it and that you don't just leave us in one step and forget about the rest or leave us with sand in us or leave us in the fire to burn completely. Or you, you don't leave us like a choppy lump clay, but you break us down when we need to be refined so, Lord, we thank you for that, Lord, and we won't fight the process. God, I pray that you just touch everybody that hears this podcast, Lord, that they would be open to receive your touch, Lord, and your your um, that they would be open to receive you leading them through whatever process they're going in, and that they would trust the process because you know what you're doing. Um, I pray that everyone be blessed and that have a great week in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's it, folks. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Have Bye. a good one.